again this evening. We thank you for coming. Appreciate the Lord allowing us to gather together. Amen. Yes. Yes. I'm glad we're not stuck down under a building somewhere dodging missiles or uh, looking out a gun barrel at the police or whatever. And uh, hopefully our our homes will be there when we get back this evening. Yes, sir. So, <clears throat> we're so blessed. Amen. Thank the Lord for all of his benefits. Page number 156. 156. <laughs> Copyrighted in 1909. Here's 2022. This is true right now. <coughs> as it was then. <clears throat> All right.
New Testimony this evening. Page 133. It may be a natural thing, but it's almost uh, dangerous. When I was younger, uh, you children's age, I tried to pay attention to the words of the song. And a song like we just sung, you know, in your little brain then, you probably would think. You may not ever voice it, but you would think. That's for all them. Yeah. That's for them older folks. Yeah. You know, because they've been in it a while, and you know, that's their testimony. It sounds neat. The songs that we're singing is not just for the older ones. Right. <clears throat> if you could sing them in the crib, well, what do they call them now? That's an old word. Whatever it is. If you could sing them in diapers, and then you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it's best to start singing them young. Right. Because sometimes when you're all by yourself and all this stuff going on digitally and every other way, one of them old songs will stand up. Yes, sir. And prop you up. Yes. Even you might have to lean on it. Yes. And it'll hold you all the way through the day. That's right. Yeah, but if you don't sing it, you don't file it away up here. Right. You might you might fall. I don't want to fall. <clears throat> but the Bible does say if a righteous man falls, he gets up yes. every time. I know he uses seven, but that's complete. In other words, yeah. if you fall, he gets up. <laughs> if he falls in a mud puddle, boop, I, try to get clean off, got to keep on going. Boop. Amen? Yeah. We've got to keep traveling on. Amen? <clears throat>
Page number 12.
have a special prayer meeting. Yeah. And I thank my cousin Cindy is in the hospital. I haven't heard nothing. That's Cindy and Marjorie. All right. Anyone over? several others that we need to remember. Uh, if you would continue to remember Peggy and Ryan and their youngins. Remember Larry had surgery on his um, main arteries going up to his brain. I think it said like 90% blocked. And so let's remember him in prayer. Uh, let's remember Todd. He's been sick off and on for the last several days. He needs to touch in his body. Let's remember his his grandmother, who's in the nursing home, let's remember uh, her. Uh, let's remember my father-in-law. He's going into surgery after a week after next. Uh, continue to remember the Savannah camp meeting. Uh, let's remember us that are all going to try to travel to Hollywood, yeah. Alabama. It's not the same now as Hollywood. Hollywood, uh, Los Angeles, okay, but it's, uh, uh, but it's still, there's a good meeting there, so anyway. And, re and remember Jerry and Ricky about the bus, they're working on it, they got the hands full, I know they do, and, uh, and let's also remember Big Rick and Joy uh, about their gas tank. Gas tank came in, I just got to get so that's we need a duplicator. <laughs> and then uh, I want to pray for uh, Brandon and Sandy. Yeah. And then uh, for Uncle Mark too. I think he's still in the hospital. And then Jonathan, Dylan's mother, Melanie. I, I haven't heard any more about her, but she was in the hospital. More All right. I pray for her salvation. Yeah. Kathy and Jeffrey. <clears throat> the talls and the talls girls. All right, Brother Rob. Brother Rob, remember my my family. I got some older brothers who weren't weren't doing well. Just they just need to be lifted up. Yes. And Melanie, she got some procedures done. She's a little sore right now. All right. <clears throat> I think. I think my dad's supposed to go uh, just a regular checkup doctor appointment tomorrow here 
soon. Talked to my brother today and please pray for my dad. And my brother, he's there every night. My mom's still in the nursing facility. I don't know how long that'll be. Uh, I just don't know the answers. But uh, I did find out over the weekend, I think, she got a little low as far as not not physically, I don't think, but just, you know, depressed or something. Yeah. So says my brother. They took her down the hall. There's an old Pentecostal lady there in a wheelchair down there in her room. Said they got to praying. Had her hands raised. Yeah. Said if that lady could have shouted, she would have been up out of that wheelchair going down through there. Said the Lord knows how to take care of business. Yes, sir. And uh, I thank the Lord for He's always got somebody. Yes, sir. Don't think we're all by ourselves. He's got somebody to come in there. Yes, sir. I thank the Lord for that. All right, let's remember these needs and let's find a place to pray.
Thank the Lord. Aren't you glad He hears us when we pray? Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Now, are you hearing me through that? Yeah. Am I coming through that? Yeah. Okay. Give me a mic test on yours again. Mic test? No, it's not dead. It's not working. It's working somewhere, but it ain't working in the right spot. Okay. We knew what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't hear it either. So anyway, I'm so sorry for the diversion. <laughs> but uh, they probably won't hear us over Radio Land because they're probably listening to the camp meeting. So uh, that won't bother us too much. But uh, I do appreciate the Lord. We had, uh, Teresa and I had opportunity to go Tuesday morning uh, down to the meeting and it was really good and we thoroughly enjoyed it. Brother, um, um, please forgive me. Brother Lynn had preached that morning, and who was the other one that preached? Livingston. Yeah, Brother Livingston uh, preached, and he did a really good job, and we thoroughly enjoyed that. And so, and then last night, Teresa was able to make it back down there last night. I just, I just don't have the strength like I need to uh, for all of that, but I do appreciate the Lord and what He's doing for us. Amen. And, uh, I do appreciate your faithfulness. I really do. Folks, it won't always be like this. Okay? Thank the Lord. How many times have we gone through a little slump like this? Huh? I don't know either. I, I wish I knew how not to have them, but we do. But you know what? Y'all made it in. Thank the Lord. Amen. And then there's times it'll bound back up and you're thinking, man, we need to bust the doors out and bust the windows out and, and expand. And just give it a little time. <laughs> but I appreciate how God is able to help us. You know, it's not a matter about those who start and it's not really a matter about those who've got the loudest voice and all that. It's he that endureth unto the end. This is an endurance race. It's not a sprint. It's an endurance race. And so we do have to pace ourselves. And whatever you do, never, 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 never give up. Amen. All right. So, uh, uh, Brother uh, Robert, why don't you come receive uh, the Wednesday night uh, uh, offering for us here. Uh, I've been reading the Pilgrim's Progress, you know, and study for Sunday school, and Brother Jeff talking just made me start thinking about what later on in the book they're walking, uh, hopeful and uh, Christian are walking down this really rough road. It's, it's, it's not an easy road, and it seems like that, that right next to them there's this field that looks like you can see as far as possible, and it, it looks like a very easy way to travel. It looks, it, it appears to run right next to the narrow way. 
And for some reason, they just get they get off the path. This looks so enticing. You know, it's it's not necessarily about how you start. It's about where you're trying to get to. It's where where the finish line is. You know, and and sometimes we get into slump. Sometimes things can get get down to a low point, and that road that we're on it can become very bumpy. But don't go over to the left or to the right. It's called the narrow way. You cannot step to the right. You cannot step to the left. Even though that path looks easier to travel, there's something about that path that's going to lead you to destruction. That's right. You know, I heard him saying that, and I just kept thinking to myself, well, that's all right. Just keep walking. Just keep walking, no matter what you face, no matter the circumstances that you face. I mean, you you just got to keep walking. What did he say? you will, you shall face trials and tribulations. Yeah. Be of good cheer, for I've overcome the world. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, we get to talk to the good shepherd. Yeah. The good shepherd is also yeah. the king. Amen. Yeah. And, and we're, we're on our way to meet him. I, and I, I really, I, I, reading this book has been really speaking to my heart. Thank uh, God. I'm not a fan of reading. I'll tell you that right now. But this, it's captivating. Uh, yeah. Not quite as much as the Bible sometimes, but it is still very, very close. It, it, it really. It really speaks to me, and I, I just I, I want us to keep walking forward yes. on that narrow path because at the end of this, there there is a gift that will be yes, great reward. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to be in your house, Lord. There there may not be this place packed out, but we can still feel your presence. Father. Yes, Lord Jesus, Jesus, two or three. Dedicate years. ourselves to you. Bless the preaching right here, Father. Yes, Bless Lord. Anoint the Savior's Lord. Lift us up out of our sorrows and circumstances. Yes, Father, we ask that you bless this service. We ask that you just just really let us get in, Father. We ask that you bless the offering and let it be used to further your kingdom and your name we pray. Amen. All right, Teresa, get us another song while I try to see if I can figure out why this thing's not working right. Well, I thank the Lord for all he's done for me. I thank the Lord that he said where two or three are gathered, there am I in the midst, you know. Even when we don't feel him, he's there. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. Someone else want to testify for the Lord. Just one. 
words. It's been a long time since Sheila and I have done it. And I want to thank the Lord for the blessings of camp meeting that I've received this week. Um, this morning, I got to hear Sister Doris Horton sing. Oh. I want to walk just as close as I can. And um, I got thinking about it. You know, I want to walk just as close as I can. There's no time to turn around. Yeah. No time to give up. There's so much more ahead. Yeah, right. And um, I'm going to finish well. Yes. yes. Amen. And he, Jesus will help us. He wants you to finish your course well. He wants you to make it maybe more than you want to make it. So we're going to sing this song.
tuned in a minute ago, but it's been moving on me. I'm here tonight. Kicking back in the dough. Yeah. yeah. Kicking hard with me. Oh, I've got pneumonia in one lung. Oh, and Jesus. It up. Uh, it's waking another part of my body. The devil's kicking at me. I'm not here asking for sympathy or anything. I'm here asking for your prayer. Yes. yes. i got to kick back at the devil. That's right. I, I was out today with my wife, Jocelyn. And I figured if I could be out there doing that, yes, I could yes, be the yes, yes. So yes. I, I need your strength. Yes. 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 He's kicking pretty hard. Oh, well, come on. Let's, let me pray for you. Come on up here. Let's pray for you. I don't want to do too much. No, you're not going to bother me, brother. Get around and I'll Come on. I don't want to give you anything. I don't want to give you anything. Lord, we thank you for Brother Ron. I thank you, Lord, for this step of faith that he's had, Lord. Lord, we lifting him up right now, Lord. And Lord, we rebuke Satan and uh, him that is trying to fight his uh, adversary against Ron's soul. I pray, Lord, show him your hand and that victory, O oh God, that's right here for him, O oh God. Move for him right now, Lord Jesus. We know, Lord, that by your name, by your stripes, and by your blood, we are healed and we are made overcomers by the word of our testimony. Bless him, Lord. Move for him. Heal him, O oh God. Touch his lung. Touch whatever other sickness is fighting him, Lord. Give him victory right now, Lord. We're believing you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Feel his presence. Feel his presence. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. You need a few more? Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Anyone else would need prayer? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Sister Angel and her belief and her trust in you, Lord. And Lord, we're believing you. We're trusting you, Lord Jesus. And Lord, whatever hindrance there's been for, to her healing, Lord, we rebuke it and we pray, Lord, let it be right now, Lord Jesus. Bring forth that healing, oh God, that only you can do, Lord. Speak that word. Touch her, Lord, with that healing virtue, we pray. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we pray. Well, come on. Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray, Lord, would you touch and move, Lord, right now. Oh, we thank you for our friend. We thank you for him coming and being here with us. And Lord, you know all the needs that he has. 
Lord, there's no need that he has that you cannot heal, Lord. Touch him right now, Lord. Speak that word. Bring that healing virtue to him, Lord. Rebuke, Lord God, any demonic forces that are fighting him, Lord. And bring us salvation and help, Lord, and blessing to him, Lord. Help him, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, I'm so much better, but I'm still going to get over the effects of all them antibiotics. All right. Dear Lord Jesus, we ask and pray, Lord, for Sister Sheila. Would you move for her right now, Lord? We thank you for helping her. But, Lord, we pray that you would complete this healing, Lord. Move for her. Touch her right now, Lord. We're believing you and we're trusting you, Lord God. And Lord, we're expecting, Lord, to see your hand here. Move for her in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus. Lord Jesus, I thank you for my wife. I thank you, Lord, for her faithfulness. I thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for my wife. And Lord, I pray, come by, bring healing, oh God. Relieve this pain, this suffering, oh God, I pray. Give her strength one more time, Lord, to do your will, Lord. Bless her. Help her right now, Lord. We're believing you. Jesus name. Go ahead. Right. Touching Jesus. Help me brought something back into my life. Kept it away a long time. Yeah. I've been fighting a good fight. Yeah. And I did not introduce this back in. And I did show if you guys could pray with me. Yes. It's detrimental to my spirit. Yes. Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you. I thank you, Lord, for her brother Robert. Lord Jesus. Right now, I lift up brother Robert unto you, Lord Jesus. Lord, there's something that's come that's testing him, trying his faith. And Lord, we rebuke it. In the name of Jesus, we stand against it, oh God. And we plead that precious blood one more time above Brother Robert, Lord Jesus, because we know that your blood, Lord, it will heal all things. It'll save, it'll wash, it'll cleanse, it'll do all, Lord. Move for him right now, Lord Jesus, and restore unto him the joy of his salvation, I pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank the Lord. I appreciate the Lord. Prayer is a huge, huge thing, a factor, I guess you could say, in a Christian's life. We pray to ask the Lord to save us. We pray for the Lord to deliver us. 
We pray for the Lord to sanctify us and fill us with the Holy Ghost. We pray for the Lord to keep us. We pray for the Lord to provide for us. We pray. Are you getting the idea here? We pray. We got to pray. Amen. Years ago, my pastor in Savannah preached a little old message. Didn't think there'd be too much to, uh, to it, but basically he preached on prayer helps. Yes. And probably 25 or 30 years after he preached it, I'm still remembering prayer helps. Amen. Huh? Jesus answers prayer. Prayer is our communication unto Him. Sometimes that prayer that we're praying, we're praying to Him, but we also know that Satan is listening into our prayers. And so sometimes we're kind of putting him on uh, notice that we're calling in the, the troops. Amen. Well able. And so I do not believe that prayer should be uh, something where we tell God what to do. No. No. Folks, don't, don't. that's a big deal in, in our country in a lot of different places. Some of us even cre creeping in among the holiness people. But uh, we don't tell God what to do. No. We ask and we yeah. plead. Amen. We are allowed to tell Satan, take your hands off. We are allowed to ask the Lord to, to uh, apply His blood one more time. Amen. I remember uh, dealing with a particular man for years. And Lord, give him some help. But he just never, never was willing to give everything to Christ. But... Uh, there were times I'd come and I'd pray for him and I'd plead that blood over him one more time. Yeah. Woo! It'd make a difference. Huh? You ever ask for the Lord? To, yeah. Lord, give me a refreshing of that blood. We need a refreshing of the, of the Holy Ghost. Come on. I don't know about you, but I, I appreciate the Lord. And I appreciate that blood that was shed upon Calvary. Uh, and oh, the, the things that God has given unto us. The things that He has given unto us. Um, so, I asked my wife, I've been seeking, asking the Lord, and I, I have an issue. And it's not a terrible issue, but it's one of those things that when I go to hearing good preaching and other preachers, then it seems like I can't figure out what I'm supposed to preach. I never have wanted to be a parrot. There are parrots out there. You know what a parrot is. And he overhears you talking, and then after a while, he starts repeating it. Well, I do repeat quite a bit of stuff, but I don't want to be... I don't want that to be my full-time uh, occupation. I want to hear what he has to say. Amen. And so in trying to seek the Lord here, there were just two scriptures that did come to my attention. And uh, so uh, we don't have the 30 minutes, and I don't have an awful lot on it unless the Lord just starts spilling it, which he can. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a... Two different scriptures message here tonight. All right. Let's turn to uh, Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. And um, 
We'll start in verse 25. And if you would, stand with us as we honor the reading of the Word of the Lord. Starting in verse 25. But after that, faith is come. We are no longer under a schoolmaster. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have put, been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to to the promise. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank You. We thank You, Lord, for Your Word. And we thank You, Lord, that Your plan of salvation was not just for those few seed of Abraham, Lord. But Lord, it was for all mankind. I thank You that Your perfect plan has been brought together And I thank You, Lord, that it reached out to me while I was yet a sinner, Jesus. Lord, come by and help us here tonight. I want to lift up Your holy name. I want to lift up those things that You have done for us, Lord. And I want to praise You and thank You and encourage our brothers and sisters in You, Lord, to keep on going, to fight the good fight, to keep their heads up, Lord and to be a witness and a light in this last day. Come by and help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So in these scriptures, we see that in verse 25, it says, but after that, faith is come. There are a lot of people who are trying to serve the Lord, not by faith, but by regulation or by rules. And it's amazing that there are a lot in the Protestant church that are still doing that type thing in that they are, uh, you know, they're doing the church. Uh, Several years ago, I I talked to a man and he was having issues in his family and all. And I gave him some scriptures and all that. And Brother Robert, he referred me to his church discipline. Now, that may, how many of y'all know what a church discipline is? That's basically the rules of a particular church. And so instead of referring me to, back to the Bible, he referred me to his church discipline and said, my church believes this. I want to ask you something. Do you believe the Word of God? Or are you going to read what somebody else has said in some other book? This book is alive. And it is to come to us and it reveals itself to us. Amen. This whole scripture, I know the last book of the Bible says the revelation of Jesus Christ. But this whole book, the Bible, is to be a revelation to us. And it is to reveal to us who God is, who His Son is, and the great plan of salvation And so it says, but after that faith is come. We need to have faith. It's not easy always 
to have faith. It's not easy to teach somebody about faith. You know, uh, there have been times, there have been folks that, you know, you know, well, I, I, what do I do? You know, how do I do it? And they say, well, you just trust God. And, you know, and so they step out in what they consider faith, but it ain't it yet. Because when you got the faith, after that faith has come, you start seeing things happening. You understand what I'm talking about? I would clarify it more if I could, but it's hard to. Because there is a difference between prayer and prayer. There's a difference between faith and faith. There's a difference between anointing and the anointing. Amen. And so... uh, uh, you say, Brother Jeff, what do you mean by all that? You'll have to experience that. Right. Amen. One of the first places I ever heard about that was reading the history of the Methodist people. Uh, and, they, and one particular writer writing about them called it an, an experimental uh, belief. I Experimental? It's like, like testing and trying? No, what they meant was it was a faith that you would come to through experiencing God. Yes. We have got to experience right. Jesus Christ. Amen. The key for our youngs right. to make it is they need to experience Christ right. early. Yes. Early. Yes. At an early age. Right. Uh, I can't remember her name. I've mentioned it several times, but she was probably eight years old when she received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And uh, she was just five, okay? And, huh? Yeah. What was her last name? It was McDaniel. Okay, Shayla McDaniel. Uh, she married a, a preacher, and he's down in um, Louisiana now. But anyway, so anyway, she got the Holy Ghost at age five. A good girl, huh? A good girl. But her mother asked her a question. Did you do such and such? Mm-hmm. And she said, no. And when she said no, she went, oh, like this, and fainted. Yeah. You know why? That was her first lie. Yes. <laughs> she lied. Our children are so used to lying, it don't even affect them anymore. How do you know, Brother Jeff? Well, I was there. I was there. But to have this faith at an early age, to be tender to the moving of the Holy Ghost, to be tender to the Word of God, to be tender whenever preachers preach the Word of God, to be tender when you hear a song, when you're riding down the road, we need that tenderness. That heart that is easily touched by the Lord. And so, but after that faith is come. I can tell you after that faith has come, you don't have to remember all the rules. That's what it's saying right here. Because the Lord said He would write the laws upon our hearts. Huh? You understand what that means? It means now, by nature, you will do those things that God would have you do. And so then he goes on and he says, 
For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. We are to put Him on. We are to put Jesus Christ on. We are to wear Him. He is to be what people see of us. Not what we want, but what does He want. Whenever we go out to, uh, uh, you know, go out about town, do you ask the Lord, Lord, am I okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I dressed good enough to go out? Yes, sir. Lord, I won't bring a reproach upon you dressed the way I am, will I? Huh? I don't want. I don't know about you, but I don't want to bring a reproach. There's times I have to change clothes. Pretty rare. And between the Lord and my good wife, I know when to do that. Laugh, folks. That's what that was about. Ha ha ha. Okay. So then, in the next verse, it says, "There is neither Jew nor Greek." What? There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Oh, folks, let me tell you. When we start, if we're not careful, we'll get to wanting to be part of a particular tribe. The only tribe that I want to be part of is Jesus' tribe. I'm not interested in anybody else's necessarily. There are different tribes I like to hang around with. But oh, if they get too tribey and not uh, on the Lord's tribe, then I have a tendency to kind of back away a little bit. I'm sticking with Jesus' tribe. Come on. And so it says there's neither Jew nor Gentile. The Word of God was first presented unto the Jews. They were to be the world witness about who Jehovah was, they were supposed to bring in all of the roundabout tribes of the earth. But as time went on, they got to where they were excluding different ones. You can't be. No, you can't be. Uh -uh. And you find throughout scriptures, the Lord kept breaking their own rules. Look at David. King David. He was the grandson of a Moabitess. One of the most hated groups of people by God. And he was a grandson of them. Woo! Thank the Lord. The Lord loved him. And uh, so over and over and over again, we see how God has reached out. Even Jesus, that song so, so very well, talked about the woman at the well. She was a Samaritan. Mm, terrible. Awful person. <laughs> when my mother-in-law found out that my ancestors were from Bryan County, she had a question about me. Come on. Uh, I see y'all don't get that. But anyway, you'd have to be from around here to understand all that. You know? And so, still, people have a tendency to want to try. But in Christ Jesus, we're all on the same plane. We're still on the same plane. There are some restrictions, ladies, that God has put in His Word. 
But let me tell you something. You have equal voice to Jesus just like a man does. Amen. Amen. You can get a hold of Jesus just like a man. There are some things that the Lord has reserved for men to do. I'm sorry. That's just the Word of God. doesn't make you any less. But uh, a pastor is supposed to be a man. Sorry. Um, don't fall out with me. A preacher is supposed to be a man. Okay? But now, women, y'all can edify. You can testify. Come on. And I'm going to tell you something. In a lot of cases, that's as good as anything else. But there is neither male nor female. Husbands, your wife in Jesus Christ is just, it's got just as much rank as you. You got just a little bit more. You've got the ability at the end of the day to say no. But you better make sure if you say no, the Lord's wanting you to say no. And it's not just striving. I better get off of this. <clears throat> For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. This is really the point I want to get to. And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Woo! Hallelujah! We have been adopted in. Hallelujah! into all of those blessings that have been promised to Abraham and to his seed, we have been adopted in. Why? Not because of our goodness, not because of uh, the country we live in, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Writing our names in the Lamb's Book of Life. Abraham's name's in that book too. Amen. Amen. And so I, I get excited about that. The adoption. The full adoption. Amen. Amen. Into Christ Jesus. Folks, we need that adoption. And we need to recognize, Brother Ron, you're a child of the King. Yes. And when the devil comes fighting at you, just say, I rebuke you, Satan, in Jesus' name. Amen. I rebuked the devil a few times and forgot to use the name of Jesus. It didn't work too good. But when we use that name of Jesus, amen, they've got to flee. Things have got to change, amen. Sometimes it doesn't seem like a change right then and there, but if you'll believe and trust, you'll begin to see things are doing better and better. We've had children, our children at times, that we've had to bind the demonic forces, amen, that were influencing those children. We've had to uh, uh, basically say, Lord, keep them from hearing that demonic influence in their ear. Huh? Yes. It helps. The yes. Lord gave us power over these things. Yes. Huh? We are going to face tests and trials. We've got to face tests and trials. But the Lord gives us weapons. Yes. So, if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Mm -hmm. 
Amen. You know how that happens? Because Jesus adopted us and He's part of Abraham. Okay? Thank the Lord. All right. We're going to move to the second. So 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4. I'll not make, ask you to stand again. But uh, go down to verse 11. This is Paul talking to Timothy. And notice what he says. These things command and teach. These things command and teach. That's 1 Timothy 4 and verse 11. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity, till I come. Give attention, uh, I'm sorry, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. <clears throat> and so here, Paul is telling Timothy, these things command and teach. These are important things for us to understand. We need to understand the Word of God. First and foremost, let no man despise thy youth. So many times if we're not careful, we'll think, I'm too young to be able to do that. I'm too young to be... The only limitation with God is your ability to trust God. And when we're willing to trust Him, it doesn't matter if you're young or if you're old, if you're aged, Amen. Or yes, a young person. You can do something for God. Yeah, and uh, here uh, it said, let no man despise thy youth. Uh, likewise, don't let any man despise his age. If God calls you to do something, do it. Do it. Don't be ashamed of it. Do it. There are a lot of great men that preach. They didn't get to preach as long as uh, some of us would have liked to have heard them. But they did get to preach a few years because in time they finally listened to the the call and answered the call and went out and preached. Let no man despise thy youth. But be thou an example to believers. Be a pattern. Be a mold for others. That they can see what's going on in your life, and they'll say, "I like the way he did that." Uh-huh. Huh? I think I'm going to try to do that. Have any of y'all ever learned by example like that? Yes. I have. Yes. Let me tell you something. As the third child of three boys, I was almost an expert at that. My two older brothers would go in and do something and I'd see my parents just blow their stacks and get all upset and I'm thinking to myself, mm-mm, I'm not going to do that. 
We can be, uh, we can uh, learn by people's examples in the things that they did correctly and by the things they failed in. And so, but as a Christian, we are to be an example to other believers. That's why it's so important that all the things that we do uh, in the way that we have humor, the way that we uh, talk one to another, how we talk in private, what we're doing, all those things, we're to be an example at all times. And when we become a bad example, one of the contractors I used to go into his building he had a, state, a, a saying over his desk. He said, um, let's see here. He said, it said, bad habits are as hard, uh, no, he said, good habits are as hard to break as bad ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you get that? Amen. Good habits are as hard to break as bad ones. Amen. Get in the habit. No matter who you're around, Amen. be holy. Be right. Be charitable. Be kind. I know. Oh, I wish I didn't, but I know. You come in tired from working and your wife asks you a little something, you know. You think you could do such and such? Yeah, I think I can. Or or, there's something, guys, about the tone of the voice that will set them ladies in a bad direction. Yes. <laughs> Come on. And unfortunately, I've learned this the hard way. I don't remember which one it was, but anyway. One of the knots up there. But I think I learned something else too recently. Last few years, I mean, Brother Robert. But even when we're by ourselves and I'm exhausted, I put that smile on and say, Yes, darling. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yes, he does. You hear me? Mm-hmm. It helps with our relationship. Amen. And that's what it's all about. Right. It's about our relationship. <laughs> and it's about your relationship with others. That's right. Huh? Right. It's about your relationship with Jesus. <laughs> So, we need to be an example. Example of the believers in word. We do what we say we'll do. Huh? If we're to be an example of Christians to others, then when we make a commitment and we don't keep that commitment... What kind of example is that pointing to our God? It points to our God that He doesn't always keep His commitments. And so in that case, we're being a bad example to others because we don't keep our word. My memory is not good. At best, it's not good. And so if I have committed to anybody to do something in here and I've forgotten to do it, don't just sit on it and hold it and say, well, Jeff didn't keep his commitment. Please remind me and I will do my best to keep my commitments. Huh? I know that's not an excuse, but still, 
If I haven't said something, I'm going to do my best to do it. So we are to be an example to uh, believers in our word and what we say. I want to get back to that word. There are times we say things and we make a preference, but we need to make sure we say like Paul did. The Lord didn't tell me this, but I'm telling you this. You don't get that? The Lord didn't tell me this, but I'm telling you that. Because we've got to be careful that people don't think that what we're saying is what the Bible would say. And we need to get to the place where we do speak what the Bible says to others. Amen, amen. They don't always like to hear it, but we need to speak it to them. Then it says in conversation. Well, you know, it's really easy to say a conversation. You know, talk good in conversation, but that's not what this word is talking about. This word, uh, conversation, is talking about our daily living. When you go to school, when you pick up refreshment, you know, at the, at the store down the corner there, how we do throughout the day. Try not to cut people off in the lane, you know, when you're driving. And likewise, when somebody cuts you off, try to smile and help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. But we are to do in all that we act, and that's both at home, when it's just us and our spouse and family, and also when we're out and about. I don't know about you, but I want my wife to have confidence in me. Huh? If your wife can't have confidence in you, or if the wife, you can't have confidence in your wife, I mean, that's something. And of course, when you're at home, I don't, somehow now I'm getting on husbands and wives, but when you're at home, we get to see the nitty-gritty. Huh? But still, we need to live in such a way we can have confidence one to another. And then it goes on. In charity, agape, or for you here in North America, agape. Okay? In charity, in love, brotherly love, one to another. In spirit, huh? In faith, in purity. These are the things that we are to command and to teach. Let me tell you, there's sometimes you have to look in the mirror and say, Jeff Butler, you need to do better here. Hello? Now, I know y'all just point finger, Jeff Butler. Y'all need, you need to do better. But I'm talking about each of you looking at yourself yes. in the mirror and saying, I need to do better. Yeah. Amen. So these are some things that the Lord just kind of put on my heart. And I want to share them with you. I hope some of it's been encouraging. The biggest thing 
for me in my life at this particular time is to be reminded. Uh, who was it that preached something uh, about remember? Remember. Yeah, Brother Linhead. We need to remember. Amen. So come, let's gather around this altar. Let's ask the Lord to help us and to apply these lessons to our hearts. Amen.